0: pwx over-the-top shine and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only five ninety nine dollars per month get your free trial today at powerslam.tv 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 we <laughs>
1: Hello again guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening or good night. My name is Thomas and welcome to another episode of The... broadcast. And sitting all the way across in his house, he's my bro, he's your bro, give it up for Alan.
2: Yo, what's up everyone, welcome back to The broadcast. it's your boy, it's Alan. Guys, how are we all? We're in a new month of November hope everyone is well. This wretched year of 2020 is nearly, nearly over. Thomas, how are you, man? Bro,
1: I'm good. And I'm a bit tired <laughs> and a bit busy with work. We're getting so close to Christmas time. So I'm like mm-hmm. really finalising the end part of my year. And, you know, the COVID working from home, I think, has been both good and bad. But, you know, this is what's happened this year. And I think it's going to be like this for a little bit longer. So I think we just got to keep pushing forward. And I think laughter is the best medicine and that's why I thought I would meet up with you again and we'll do a show called The Broadcast and we'll, we'll just, you know, have a chat.
2: I love it. It sounds good, man. It feels good. If you're hoping for more of a, you know, me having a dig at you right then, sadly, it's not going to happen because I am in a good mood today. Love you. You're an <laughs> asshole. I hate you. you, you oh. Guys, he, he knew, you. he saw me take, I was going to grab my can I've got, I'm drinking tonight, guys. I'm not drinking alcohol because I don't drink alcohol anymore. A, a, um, a juice monster, a pine, it was a pine punch. And he saw me go to get the can. And as I put it to my lips, I took a few sips. He went, I love you. And I was like, you mother effer. I hate you. Bad, bad man. Alan hates when I try and
1: do any expressions of love towards him. Like, even when I try and hug him. When we like when I saw him like he was hands by his side, don't touch me, don't touch.
2: Me. This is getting, this go away. It is uh, some of my favorite videos I've seen online, especially on um, on TikTok as well too. Is these siblings going up randomly going up and cuddling their other siblings and their reactions. There's some really sweet ones to they go, I've got a really cool brother. Or if it's other guys going, what are you doing, now? Get off me! And they get full attacked. <laughs> And, mm-hmm. and I look at that video and I, I see a lot of that in myself going because I knew if you come up to me and try any of that shit, I'd just go, no, nah, I'll deck you. <laughs> my arms will be up. And before yeah. they've
1: even got around, Ellen, the uppercuts already come straight yeah. through, bang.
2: There's <laughs> only, in life, there's about four people that I only really cuddle or give a hug to. One is our mother, yep. the other's our father, one is my partner, and the other's my son. You got okay, an extra no one, finger there. I'm the number five, right? Or was it? That... Yeah, you're not, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. Sorry, man. Yeah. There's only four people in life that I really sort of will give a hug to. Anybody else, I'll bloody uppercut you. And that's. So I was going to say. You. I was going to
1: say but no one gives best handshakes like I do. <laughs> Wait, that sounds wrong. Basically. Wait, let me let me just clarify. I'm talking about when I shake someone else's hand, not do a
2: hey, yeah. Um, Guys. Yeah. If you ever shake, shook Tom's hand before, the limpest handshake, <laughs> it is purely disgusting. It, and you know he's had his hands in his pocket for about a good five minutes. I don't know what he's doing in there. He's probably figuring himself. <laughs> and, but he it comes out all warm. So it's a warm, limp handshake. And you're like, great,
1: lovely. Well, my newest no, I thing is just—I just give the fingers sometimes. Like I just put the fingers out like that, just the fingers, and then they—oh yeah.
2: Finger, fingers. What does that mean? Yeah. Me, like, you give them two
1: fingers? No, no, no. Like the whole I I just the hand comes, so they have to grab my fingers, and then I put my thumb on top of their hand. As so it's like a little thumb walk kind of thing. One, so, two, three, four. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: I declare a thumb. We all—I won. <laughs> I walk away. Yeah.
2: You know what, I'm I'm quite happy with this whole COVID business because I haven't seen you. This is probably how how many episodes we've done now where we've done it
1: all. Bro, we haven't sat in the same room together doing a show since January. Thank God. (laughs) Thank God for that. Well, if COVID could just go on a little bit longer, the more I can avoid seeing Tom face-to-face and being near him, I would like that.
2: I would be happy if we continued just to do this show like this from now on. It would be great. Oh, okay. Well, love you. So, can we move on? Well, why are we here tonight?
1: <laughs> We're here, guys, because this is uh, episode number seventy-five and Wrestling Companion number fifty-one. And now we actually announced this not in our last show, but the one before that—the show mm-hmm. that we say that didn't exist and we don't talk about, which is the four uh, Raw four nine one, which mm-hmm. was the Katie uh, Katie Vick episode and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, We did announce at the end of that show After all the the, the dirty business That we're going to be covering a Smackdown show And we're talking about WWF Smackdown November 15 2001 And this is on the eve of Survivor Series 2001 L
2: The Alliance Versus the WWE Who will take control Of the WWE Vince McMahon's kids Shane Stephanie and Paul Heyman or Vince McMahon, who is going to win on Sunday?
3: Yeah, I was just asking, me,
2: who do I think was going to win? We, you're in. Okay, a little bit. Because <laughs> <little. laughs>
0: well, you went quite, I thought you were asking me a question. I
2: no, no. was. I, was I wasn't t- talking to you. I was talking to everybody. I was talking to our listeners, man. You know, I was building drama. You know. Ah, oh, see. Wow, you, there. You, you're really hushing my buzz today, man. I, I came, woke up good, had a good day, had, you know, pounded through a good couple of cup of coffee during the day, feeling really good. Went home, took a fantastic shit. Now I have to come on to <laughs> the show with you, and it, it, you're harshing my buzz. You're hushing my buzz, bro. Come on, what are you doing, man?
1: But so I had to because you had such a good day. I had to give you something bad. Can't all be all sunshine and rainbows, Alan.
2: Well, I can be, and I'm feeling pretty good. But now you're harsh in that. So anyway, who was going to win? A, a bit of clarity from back in the day. Tom was under the impression at this time that the Alliance was going to win.
1: <laughs> they, yes, they are. They were going to. Yes, they and were. If it,
2: and if it wasn't for Kurt Angle, they would have won, and the Alliance would have won, and they would have taken over WWE. But that didn't happen. And I remember watching this uh, Survivor Series with uh, <laughs> with our family. And, uh, our younger siblings, Nathan and Jacinda, they were watching it with us. And we'll, the three of us, not Thomas, we were all going through the WWE. And when Kurt Angle hit, um, hit, uh, uh, Austin, Austin with the title belt and rock gave him the rock bottom bang, boom. The whole place blew up. Finkles uh, Finkel's over there and the winner of WWE goes up to all the common traders and starts high fiving and mm. it's fantastic. It was such a feel-good moment, and you're on the you're on the ring, going on the floor, going no, no, not the alliance lost. And we're like seriously, dude, did you really think they were going to win? It I was did. It.
1: Though. I thought we were going to get an alliance raw. I really thought that.
2: We did get an alliance raw when Buff Badwell took on uh, Book T, <laughs>
1: and
2: and Art Anderson and uh, Scott uh, Hudson did commentary for us the the one one and only bad yeah all right all right stop with the sh- the pauses and just let's move on come on
1: all right so guys you can check us out directly on Instagram and also on Twitter the broadcast t h e b r o k k a s t you can download all episodes on many different networks Spotify Highcast, Castbox Castro uh, Podbean and Apple iTunes um, now, we're going to, before we actually kick into this show, so actually load up your network, go to SmackDown November 15, 2001, just have it loaded up on your screen. But before you actually hit play, I want to give a good shout out to a podcast that we think you guys should definitely check out.
0: Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parley of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchodurovParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag Six Hundred Seven Podcast Info, and parley Points, our companion blog section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcasts.
1: All right, guys, we are back. And Alan, could you give us our countdown, please?
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, let's get ready to go and play this show. I mean, I'm actually looking forward to actually watching this again. This is one of my favorite shows. Uh, let us get ready and press play in five, four, three, two, and one. Go.
3: Here we go. I actually
1: watched this about two weeks ago to actually take a couple of notes from some things I discovered that
2: I would like to talk to you about, Ellen. No problem. Attitude. W W F attitude. And uh, we had the, what is it, Marilyn Manson song, The Beautiful People. Is this the song here? Yes. Yes.
1: Because they actually changed. So the actual SmackDown Fist is what we have as our arena now. This actually only came about, I think it was two and a half months earlier. Because in that that opening promo, you saw the gore from Rhino to Chris Jericho, which was the final SmackDown to feature the Oval Stage. And part of the SmackDown Fist becoming the new entrance, they actually had a
2: new theme song, which is the Beautiful People song. By Marilyn Manson. Here we go, guys. Do you, do you remember watching this on TV? Yeah. yeah. I, we used to watch it on Fox 8, didn't we? That's right. That's right. We did. We did. We used to have a, a streaming service, a, uh, sort of channel back in, uh, from the day called Foxtel. It's still going today. Uh, but here we go. We got ECW, WCW and ECW, Kurt Angle and Stone Cold Steve Austin going against The Rock, who's part of the WWF and Chris Jericho.
1: And what yeah, I like too, at- it's yeah. like, you know, you had The Rock, who had WCW's belt, and Austin, who was the Alliance, had the WWF's belt. Like, they had the belt switched across
2: brands. That's right. Which was That's cool. That's right. And then we got Mr. Monday Night, Mr. Thursday Night, Mr. 4- 420, Rob Van Dam. And we got Tony Chimmel in the ring, and we got a very, very skinny, uh, Teddy Long. Yeah, very skinny.
1: So this is a non-title hardcore non-title matchup, but Van Dam is the hardcore champion.
2: That's correct. Oh, because the geez. whole
1: twenty-four-seven rule was, I think,
2: dropped about a year earlier. Man, I'm, I'm not going to lie, eh? your boys here, the broadcast, do love some Kane action. We do, man.
1: But we've covered Every... so much
2: Kane, haven't we? We just love Kane. Kane is part of our our genre. He, remember watching him he, from humble beginning from '97 where we started watching around the year 99, he's been on all of our, nearly all of our shows, our wrestling
1: companions. Well, we actually covered, like, I think from memory, we covered his first match-up on pay-per-view, which was WWF Survivor Series 1997, when he took on Mankind. Like, he yes. actually debuted a few weeks earlier at Bad Blood, you know, tombstoneing uh, Taker and helping Sean win. So yes. we've covered him up-masked, we've covered him unmasked, we covered him in, what, the last month, the ECW show?
2: That's right, a a Halloween episode we just did, um, just from last month, it pretty much, Kane's rolling around in that match, did not have the mask on, which is not my favourite. This is one of my, Kane is my favourite here, with the mask, it's showing a bit of personality. Uh, Yeah, I'm
1: actually trying to remember why the costume did change, because I know in 2000 he still had the one arm exposed. I think it was the Chris Jericho feud. Remember in late 2000, when he was fitting with Jericho, he started wearing the singlet? But I don't know what the move was to switch it. Because um, that's when there was a lot of flack saying that, you know, I you know Kane used to wear that suit because he was burned all over. But then <clears> you look at him here, there's no burn marks. Um, and then Wait, when I... he actually unmasked and they said, oh, no, he doesn't actually have burns. They were, um, what is it, psychological burns is what they right. tried to say.
2: That he had psychological scarring, not physical scarring on his body. I used to think back back in the day, and I used to get really shitty about that, thinking mm-hmm. about going. Why can't they just put scars on his face? I went, and then you, when you get a little bit older and understand <laughs> life a little bit in general, you're like, you would imagine the the work that Kane would have to do mm-hmm. every night, yep. putting on prosthetic scars, and then he's under these lights. They would start melting off. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. You know, you, you don't think properly when you're a kid when you watch this shit. But, but when you get a little bit
1: older. They're also they're a person, they're playing a character. But yeah. like they're, they're not Kane all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't wear a mask to bed that night. He doesn't wear a mask when he drives to work. He's an actual character.
2: So uh yeah. Well, when they did the uh the Undertaker, Dead Man Chronicles on the WWE network, mm. they actually talked about when Kane and he and Kane um, the Undertaker and Kane would have their fury, and Kane would get off the bus, and he would have a towel on his face, like he he was such into the character, he did not want to show his face off, which was pretty cool because yeah. back in those days, you know, it's still the the idea of kayfabe was still alive then, and was pretty much like he he's living that gimmick of going, I have to come out, I can't look like people expect me to look like a monster, And you know, I don't want to upset anybody. So he, yeah, hats off to Kane. Very cool that he did that. Mm. Glenn Jacobs,
1: but idea. he was also like he didn't do a lot of shoots. Like you know, he's been under contract for so long, you weren't seeing Glenn Jacobs doing a shoot interview about his That's character. Right. And he what he's had three different gimmicks in WWE. I think he was what uh, Isaac Yankham.: Yes, when he actually debuted, um, I remember actually him in WCW when he was there for a bit. Actually had a match against Sting. I am thinking on a Saturday nights, made or Saturday night, WWE Saturday night. Uh, I got one
2: time. Do you have a name, or is it was just?
1: I will find it actually, because it was nothing to do with any other gimmick I saw him have oh, before.
2: Rolling Thunder. Oh, what a fantastic move that is!
1: And you think of these two; they actually went on to win the tag
2: belts. Best of butts. Yeah, it's in two good.
1: years' time, oh three, they were tag team champions.
2: And that role that we 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 don't speak of, it actually was Kane and RVD take on Ric Flair and Triple H. Yes, yeah, and right. they've also been
1: opponents before on our show for the Raw Roulette. That's um, correct. It was what Team Van Damme and Hardy against Hurricane and Kane TLC, my favourite match and favourite Raw um, that we've actually covered. Um, his name was Bruiser Bruiser Mastino was his name in WCW looking at my notes here.
2: And he didn't. He wrestled without a mask on. He was just a big, He does. He dude. looked like um, Isaac Yankum. But yep. just didn't have the teeth
1: going, just had just simple curly blonde hair, topless, just with like a track pen. Um oh. so only had a couple of appearances on that.
2: IBD going to the top, easy thinking five star. Is oh look at the crowd that everyone gets up. Look at that dude with the sign there, We want Hogan. He'll be there momentarily, guys. You've just gotta wait a couple of months. He'll be there soon. Yeah, he would have what already he would have debuted in what, February of oh two, no
1: way out, two thousand yes, and two. Yep. That was so surreal. Like I actually remember that like yesterday when Vince McMahon spanned that chair around on that SmackDown showing the NWO symbol. And I remember just sitting there watching No Way Out and they kicked off the show. I remember jumping out of my chair. Here I am watching WWF and the NWO song has just hit on a pay-per-view. And now comes Hall working out first and then Nash and Hogan. You're like, oh my God, they actually are back together. This is not a fake
2: team. This is the real NWO group. It, it, we hadn't seen Hall or Nash on a WWE TV or pay-per-views since the the nineties, since yeah. they nineteen ninety five when they jumped shipped and they went over to WCW. Oh, it's Booker T. Ties up Kane on the oh. top rope, flying
3: drop kick or modified drop kick by Van Dam. Oh, Van Dam steals it. Oh. No five-star frog splash. No choke slam.
2: Oh, look out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That man comes running down, you're like, yeah, I've got to go, man. I've got to go. (laughs) He's a scary man, even with a beanie.
3: Now, see, see, Taker's hair
1: problem. I will say, guys, that happens to me quite a lot, Al. So have a look at Taker's hair. That's the issue I have with my hair.
2: So, yeah. What, what, you wear a beanie under your, yeah, but when... you know what the problem is, I don't, do I... you know what the problem is though? What's that? Uh, Undertaker can pull it off, can you? No.
1: Yeah, when I wear my Alive Man ink beanie, that's what it says on my one.
2: Alive Man beanie. Because hey.
1: he says dead man, mine says Alive Man, that's a joke, I just, I just... Yeah. I'm Alive Man. <laughs> I'm
3: Alive Man. <laughs> Go away, mate, I will. Yeah. No problem. God bless. Now I've never heard of this Iron Chef USA. What was that? With William Shatner?
2: Uh it was pretty much like the Japanese version of the Iron Chef. Oh yeah. Uh, it was a cooking show. Uh, they had to pick that pretty much at the beginning of the show, especially the Japanese one. And it was the grand master. The, the master had to choose of what they were going to be doing and cooking. And it would be something very interesting. So they would have to do different. It was like a comedy uh, reality show, was it? No, um, not really. It was just a really cool cooking show hmm. from, um, yeah. I mean, there would be some funny bits in it, but no, not to the white like, ha. I mean, probably the American one was probably to make cheap laughs, but the, um, the Japanese version, was taken very serious. Hmm. So we had Test
1: uh, playing his Xbox, the original Xbox, playing, I think, probably Fresno. We had Steph coming in complimenting Test on becoming IC champ. Yes. uh, Because, again, uh, this upcoming Survivor Series, it was IC champion Test against US champion Edge. That is correct. That's right.
3: Yeah, this is, I
1: would say, pretty cringeworthy, this primary. Like, it goes for a couple of minutes, but yep. it's just really weird.
3: It goes on for a little bit too long. Yep. I like Jericho's ECW style tee. Check that out. That's cool. Y2J and Bob wire. And I would say, like, this was one of
1: my favorite years for Chris Jericho because he's his breakout year, you know, becoming world champion. He actually won the world heavyweight title in, I think it was September. At, yes. um No Mercy, defeating The Rock one-on-one with a steel chair assist and won the world belt and end up dropping it back um to The Rock on a Monday Night Raw, but these guys had a series of matches and you think by the end of the year, you know, Jericho reached the, the highest point he could do, becoming the undisputed champion and still continue feeling with The Rock going into the Rumble 2002.
2: Very true, yes. This is definitely how you said uh, Jericho's breakout year. Mm. A lot A lot of things, a lot of things happened at this time for him.
1: And that's the thing, like, with the whole alliance, because, again, as Alan said, I was so pro-alliance this year, I was waiting for Jericho to defect. And they teased it and they teased it, but Jericho was never the one to do it. Never. Kurt Kurt jumped, what, only a few weeks ago to join them, and I thought it would be Jericho, because Jericho's feuding with The Rock, Rock's WWF, the good mm-hmm. thing is maybe Jericho goes to the Alliance and does that, but Jericho didn't. He was just the heel on the Alliance on the on the WWF team, where when you think WWF, you think it should be all good guys, you know, Big Show, Kane, Taker, Rock, and the Alliance would be all heels, you know, Booker T, RVD, Dudley's, Austin. Um, but Jericho was that one heel that was there,
2: that was still pushing and probing at Rock all the time. Well, wasn't at that time too that. um Kurt Angle claimed it to Vince McMahon that Vince McMahon he was a um a spy. I think that was I remember he he was he said that one time that he yeah. was a, one of Vince McMahon's spies, and there was a reason why he defected over to the alliance yeah. only to come back. Well, they teased it that
1: uh, the night after Survivor Series of this year, when you know what is it Angle helped them win, that's when mm-hmm. Vince said there was a plan along by Kurt and Vince to do that. And because of that, he wants to give Kurt the WWE Championship, which was held by Austin. But because Austin was with the Alliance and lost his contract, Vince was going to give the belt to Kurt. And that's when we had Ric Flair return and say, no, we're not doing that. I'm the new co-owner of WWE. I'm taking the belt. I want to give it back to Stone Cold because he never lost it.
2: Mind you, that that roar afterwards is Mm. truly fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Could you give me a time cue, please?
1: Yep, I am at 13.22, 13.23, the handshake uh, between Jericho and The Rock right now. Thank you. This is the weird handshake. goes through Knuckles, up on top, walks down his hand, Jericho, Rock pushes it away. Jericho's like he's going to crack up laughing. I just like, it's <laughs> it's the Rock's return handshake here, featuring the uh, the hunting duck. Yeah. <laughs>
3: wah, 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 wah. Oh.
1: He's so thin the rock isn't he too? Just to think, rock looks nothing like that now. He's just so jacked up
2: now. He is. He's absolutely huge at this time. This is the um, what would you say? Well, what movie was he was in at this time? I'm just joking. not the Scorpion King because he was quite jacked in that. I was thinking the uh, the Tooth Fairy because he was yeah, very skinny. Yeah,
1: I would say that.
2: Yep. There's the duck, he just shot the duck down
1: The duck falls to the ground, drinks his water And now I think he holsters the gun here After blowing off
3: the, here we go Yep, I holsters the gun He <laughs> holsters the gun
2: <laughs> Oh man Yep, entertainment here guys Wrestling Ooh, entertainment Ooh, we got Edge coming out
1: to Rob Zombie eh?
2: <clears throat> Very nice
1: that's my favourite United States Championship belt, too. The WCW late 90s version, not the earlier version from the 80s. This one here, the one held by what? Rick Rude, Goldberg, what? Mr. Mister Perfect Kurt Henning,
2: uh, I, what? Scott I, Steiner, Sting. I, when I see that title, I do see Bill Goldberg winning yeah. that. When, when he won that, who did he, he beat? Did he beat Raven? Oh, uh, yeah, Raven, yeah. He beat Raven, that's right.
1: I think they spit him on a guardrail in the ring. They had a guardrail right. in the corner.
2: Yeah. Never you want it. I actually had this album as well, too The Sinister Surge by Rob mm. Zombie. Because I got it. I was going through a phase at that time as well. Edge, ooh la la. Did you see that sign? Yeah. we well, 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 well. We got Matt and Jeff Hardy.
3: And the, the lovely Lita. So they actually this won team. the they actually won those tag team belts on the Raw that just passed.
1: I think they actually defeated from memory might have been Booker T and Test who were the tag champs. But Cole just announced there at Survivor Series mm-hmm. this Sunday it'll be WWF tag team champions Hardys against <laughs> WCW tag team champions Dudley's tag team steel cage unification matchup.
2: And there would be a table would enter the ring, and the Hardys would lose, wouldn't they? And the, yeah, well,
1: the what they were doing, they were kind of teasing the breakdown of the Hardys at this time period. So, yes, they were. Again, you had Stacy trying to get, get in there with Matt Hardy, you had Tory trying to get in there with Jeff at the time, so there was a bit of a friction between the two. That survivor series, it was an elimination matchup, so. Even though you climb outside the ring, you're not the winner. It was the actual, the one in the ring to actually climb out and get the pinball. Okay. And in the end, I think both Christian and Matt have already climbed out. Jeff is actually in the ring with Edge, puts him on a table, goes to leave the cage, but then has a, another thought. Matt screaming to him, jump down, jump down. But then Jeff decides to do the, uh, what is it? Uh, Swanton Bomb. Misses him. And then Bubba puts the hand over the top. One, two, three. Dudley Boys unified tag team champs. Oh, it's the living and breathing douchebag himself, testicle test. He's also been on our show a few times as well as European champ at WrestleMania. We yes. covered it with Stacy when we did the Raw show recently. He's he's awkward yeah. hardcore matchup against Al Snow at the the Raw Roulette featuring a um,
2: bowling ball, bowling ball slipping over a uh, a trash can lid.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm joking. <He> <laughs> uh, <no>, I <it> was... <laughs>
3: Oh, shit. And
2: yeah, we just. Bring, oh,
3: shirt, shirt. You're
2: yeah, hurt. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So we've got some uh, six man action here, do we?
1: Look at that team there, Edge and
2: the Hardys, man. Like
1: you think of E and C against the Hardys, seeing them actually teaming up in a six man tag.
2: Yeah, that's nice. I'm looking at Stacy, <laughs> And this is
1: where you go, ah, nah,
2: no thanks, hell.
1: Nah. Well, here. she was actually called Sister Stacy at this time, too. That's what they called her. Really, I just see her as Stacy. Like you had Stacey the brothers, Kilmer. you had the brothers, you know, the doubles, and they called her Sister Stacy. Was the name they're going for? Like when yeah, I think of she... sister, I think of Sister Sherry. Yeah,
3: sister
1: that's what Stacey. I mean. Yeah,
2: yeah, she doesn't come across as you know, Sherry's scary. His chest is hairy. That's one of my favorite signs of seeing that back in the day. <laughs> sister Sherry has a hairy, you know. Chest is I,
1: hairy. Need, like, I need something that
2: rhymes with it. Okay. I mean it's it's quite clever, but yeah. I don't think her chest was ever hairy, but I would imagine the uh the lower half was. Oh my goodness.
1: I saw her wrestle oh. recently, um, against Alundra Blaze or Medusa when she was in WCW. They had a yes, pretty thanks. good
2: scrap those two. They know her they again, they were proper wrestlers back in the yeah. day. You know, they Sherry wasn't just a uh, a manager. She, uh, you know, there were proper,
1: but even proper like wrestlers. I was watching some old WWF and it was like Bertha Faye, like she was jacked up, Taken on uh, Alundra Blaze for like the World Wrestling Federation Women's Championship, and she was jacked up that makeup on her face. But she was massive, massive yeah, woman. Yeah. yeah, look at that smoke well, still I... trying to filter its way out of the arena. Look at it just all, all sitting oh, yeah. on one corner.
2: It's, it's you know who it is, it's, the, it's Edge. <laughs> And the Dudley boys, their yep. their um their entrances create a lot of of uh, pyro smoke. So yes. You just need to see people coughing. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> you know. it's a it's not a very ventilated area. You're hoping if they were going to do it, you know, just open up a couple of windows.
1: Can someone turn the fans on, please?
2: Put put the fans on. Mm. No, actually, don't do that because it will circulate an area, and then everyone will get sick. Actually, look at that; it's actually around the the near the commentary table now.
1: Yeah, like it's moving. It's like actually coming around the ringside area.
2: <laughs> Blooming terrible, that is.
1: Well, Look at all well, the so many former world champions here: what Matt Hardy, yes. ECW champion, Jeff Hardy, World Heavyweight WWE, Edge, World Heavyweight WWE, Bubba Ray, TNA champion. Mm-hmm. Just Devon and Test were the only two to not have a major world title <laughs> well, right. I was, uh, I was about to say that. And then there's Devon and Test. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I was going to say, Devon won the TV title in TNA. Did he? Yeah. Why did they when, feel bad when, for
2: him,
1: when, did they? <laughs> when the Dudley Boys split up and Team 3D was going through the breakdown, and Barbara went, went across to the um, Aces and Aces, Aces of so, right, yeah. Yeah, Devon went singles and actually became TV champion. Okay, cool. Which was actually the Legends Championship that became the global title that became the TV title. So, yeah. That Book, is, that book of T,
2: okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Have you been watching um, TNA of late? I'm oh, sorry, Impact of late?
1: I have. So they had Bound for cool. Glory happen a few weeks ago. And I I
0: yes. really
1: think, like, you know, as much as it sucks seeing all those cuts happen, you know, earlier this year with WWE, it's opened the door for so many talent, you know, to either return to Impact or debut on Impact. It's yes. also the same thing for AEW, you know, bringing in some different yes. names across there. And so as much as it sucked to see people lose their job, you know, they're in a good place now. You know, they may be not working in front of the big audiences as much as they want, but, you know, they're still actually getting their pay and, you know, putting on some of those dream matches that we thought, you know, we would always liked to see. So, and I yep. think like, we talked on this show and, you know, in, in sometimes full detail that, you know, I was open to think that TNA wasn't going to be around, you know, a few years ago. Yep. They were really struggling to even sell out arenas. They were giving tickets away to people because no one was buying them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think the having the good brothers there, I really see yes. Gallows and Anderson being there. They bring a whole new fan base, like that Japanese audience who still follow them after they left New Japan. are actually watching TNA now because of them being there. Really good wrestlers. The Machine Guns, my favorite tag team, seeing them back. Uh, Shelly and Sabin. So, yeah, you know, I watch as much as I can. Um, Excellent excellent probably AEW over NXT and Roar and Smackdown it's more just you know I'll just catch the results or you know check out online social media and just read what happened but
2: yeah yeah I would say that's pretty much where I am now I don't watch sort of any form of wrestling that much I think the only time I really do is seeing what's online on Twitter mm. and seeing what's going on there and then you know we've got a wrestling chat with two other mates and um we, you know, they talk mainly about what's going on. Um, I think occasionally when I jump in that chat, it's just uh, I found a funny Simpson meme that was related to wrestling somehow, so I've got to share it, which then about maybe two or three days later, it's on Watcher Mania. <laughs> so it's like, oh, did you? That's pretty funny, Al. Yeah, Matthew got to it first. Yes. Yeah. It because, <laughs> it, because it's Ross time was me. I did that first, not really, but I like to think I did Jeez, Bubba just got I well, love he missed just, the sent bomb, yeah. He does that so well, he does.
3: This and is a fucked up like, crowd.
1: To, to, to think this event was 19 years ago, and to still see like Jeff Hardy still going today, you know, Matt Hardy yes. and AEW going, and Edge looking to yes. recover from his injuries, you know, Tess has passed yeah. on. Devon's an agent now, and then Bubba Ray yes. doing stuff with Busted Open Radio and ROH. So Yes,
2: yes, and Kyoto. Yes.
1: Kyoto with um AEW.
2: That is correct. So, again, I mean, this is nearly, like you said, 20-odd years ago, 19 years ago, but people are still going strong. Mm. Oh. For a Joel, big I'll man,
3: Bubba
1: sold so well, too. Like, he was a big dude. Like, he always did really well to not only make his opponent look good, but he also was able to really have a good move set. Like, he, he sold
3: punches well. He presented punches well, as well. Cross-body there. Oh. Oh, look at this. You got
1: Stacy entering on top of the guardrail rampway here. Yes, and she's chatting to Edge. Oh, Devon yes. nearly knocks her off.
3: Yes. Speared by Edge. Three count.
2: There we go. Oh. Um he... as oh, she she looks shocked. Oh my Ooh. god. Oh. I love that big boot, man. He
1: did that so well, he did. Well, leader punches uh, Stacy off the uh, (laughs) ring ropes, and Matt Hardy uh, uneventually uneventually catches her.
2: Oh no! This is fantastic! This is fantastic! Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! it. What a legend! What a true legend she is. Good on her! And
1: watch, look at Bubba. He just points at him. Look, points at him. See, look, laughing.
2: If I was a referee, I would jump on the on the top and go, one, two, three, Matt he's just pin leader, <laughs> just to be a dick.
1: And do you it's hear like... a shouts out there, see you in the cage, see you in the cage. See you in the cage. Look at that. Love it. What well, I will say, good. like, guys, for good those of you who are listening, if you don't want to watch the whole Survivor Series show, I recommend do go out and watch that tag match, though. It's a really good steel cage matchup.
2: Big time. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, just do one, two, three, Kyoto, just counter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: then, join stand the W boys.
2: <laughs> no, just hold Matt's arm up. He
1: goes, I'm trying to help my missus here. Oh, no, no, you know no. what? You know, I get it. You know, I can be. You got brother Devon, you got brother Ray, you got sister Stacy, you got cousin Kyoto. There you go.
2: <laughs> this is why you're not a rider. <laughs> That's why cousin. I do. That's why I do fantasy wrestling. Oh, that's why I do the fantasy wrestling. I dress them up and I make them look like South Park characters,
1: <laughs> all wearing NWO shirts.
2: That's what. That's what looks to real to me. It looks to real to me. Damn it, little <laughs> South Park characters.
1: Do you remember that when I did that with the old Revenge game? Yeah. Where I used to make every single person have an NWO shirt. Every character: yeah. Rey Mysterio, TKA man, TKQ man, all those guys. Kimchi, you know what I loved
2: it. What I loved about it, though, we actually borrowed it from a video easy, and we had to return it. So whenever you, the, the next person who was looking to play that game and take it home on their 64, yep. you would actually you know put the console in and go, what the hell is going on here? Why is, why is, he, is she is she okay? She's taken worse bumps before from the Dudleys. Yeah, I think she's going to be okay, Matt. She's, she's well, been put she's, through a table by the dudleys. For God's sake, I think she's a pretty tough cookie. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> she almost looks uh, drunk though. Yes, yeah, I kiss me. No. Uh, kiss. Oh my God, <laughs> uh, I've, yeah, give me a kiss. Oh, yuck. She's mashing here. Lip motion. He's looking over there too. So Vince yeah. is probably sitting there with one hand in his pocket. <laughs> kiss her, kiss her deeply. Damn it. Do it softly. What's he
1: looking around for? So he's rolling his eyes like you know, once again she's you know she's got me into trouble because this
2: is kind of the breakdown of their relationship as well. He's also going there, but those Stacey's legs, them, them, them. Look, L, it's, it's DDP. D, it's me. It's <laughs> DDP. He, he's smiling here too. So oh, it's wait the, a minute. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> it's the it's the big show doing a bit of dress up, is it? Yeah, he does like to dress up the big
1: shoe. So he did that. What back in two thousand, he was what the the showster doing Hulk Hogan. He did Rikishi yeah. for a little bit.
2: That's right. He came out every week, and then Kurt Angle had had enough. He was just like, "Look at the size of that jacket. That's a big mm. jacket."
3: Got the big I and mean, tall man shop.
2: Yes. I mean, you and you and I could fit in that jacket. Oh, it's mean, a I went,
3: massive jacket.
2: I know. Seriously, if we can find that jacket, and you go in one, you go in the left, I'll go in the right. We'll just take a photo.
1: Those lolly teeth. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it's a, I think it's a mouth guard. Yeah, it's definitely a mouth guard. It's DDP. About to fall out. <laughs> this is just early days of DDPY. Yeah, it was. This I is actually watched was him
1: doing. on Shark Tank a few weeks ago. I think it was
2: Shark Tank or it's
1: like in yeah, yeah, yep. one of those shows he was trying to get a contract for it. it popped up on my Facebook the other day, and I'm like, what, DDP was doing the yoga stuff on Shark Tank? Yeah, that's how he started off.
2: Yeah. That's how it sort of risen, and then it got really, really big.
1: Well, I think he was
2: saying that, like, because he
1: started wrestling, I think, at, like, 35, 36, when he reached the peak of his career. And I think after, like, a series of really bad back injuries, because we've actually covered them on the show. You see him with his taped-up ribs, because his back yeah. is so bad. Oh yeah. He was recommended to do yoga and he was like, Yoga, no, I'm not gonna do that and then tried it and was like sold on it, like, yep, this is what's for me.
2: He also played a great role in um the Netflix uh episode I think it was just, no it wasn't a series but it was a Netflix movie, um, uh, the resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts. And that is a oh, fantastic yep. show. Um and how he helped um Jake the Snake sort of get back to normality and mm. of drugs and made him accountable for what he was doing to himself and then also in the mid of the movie scott hall gets involved as well too
1: and look at i it. was gonna say scott hall like, i'm sorry like i love seeing scott Hall's story like even for page to say like when he went and visited scott and saw him he didn't think he was as bad as what he thought like to see him wheelchair bound he didn't know he was that bad that's right like, three times his normal weight, you know, just completely struggling, wheelchair-bound, not motivated. And then to see him now at all those, you know, you know, what was it, conventions doing his stuff, and look at this.
2: Oh, my Holy
3: God. Holy Yep.
2: Just slams it down. I thought he was going to go through the ring then. One, two, Look, in three. the back, look, look, someone coming down the right way. Who's that? Is it? Oh, it's oh. Shane O'Mac.
3: Oh, ho, ho, ho.
2: no hands there.
1: It's so reminiscent of their, what, 2000 feud. You know, when he kept, they faced off, what, Judgment Day 2000, like Last Man Standing, I think it was. Yeah. I always remember that because that was in the lead up to that show. He picked up Shane and threw him on the Triton Tron. Remember on the actual entrance ramp on Raw, like his whole back hit the bar in that robbery. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is, like, originally, the Survivor Series matchup wasn't going to have Big Show in the team. Originally, it was Vince McMahon.
2: Yeah, yeah. But so Vince they were was going like... to do
1: Vince and Shane, but Vince replaced him with Big Show.
2: Yep. Oh, that night, Tom. That night. Love it, man. It was so good. He was a. It was a shocker. Mm. Oh, and he is the uh, the Messiah. The one who upsets you, because you know, if, if you believe in the flat Earth, he'll he'll kick you off yeah, and you'll go to a different show. <laughs> so you believe. The world is flat. Is that what you think? Uh yeah, that's yeah, that's what I believe in. You're an idiot, and your two friends from Japan—they can leave. Oh,
3: poorly uh, man!
2: Yep. And just saying, oh, I loved it. they were actually watching it on a uh, video cassette
3: because
2: <laughs> we were actually, I, I think, I think we might have recorded that raw as well yeah. too that night. I think we actually recorded this Smackdown as well too.
1: I reckon if we went to Mum and Dad's, they would probably still have the old VHS tape somewhere. Yeah, Somewhere in the cupboard, somewhere like the bottom of a drawer, just the original old drawers and
2: Smackdowns and Pat Reviews. Yeah, I really really noticed that that Stephanie is really stacked. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Is it just me or?
2: Or look at them stacked. That is some stackedness. Yeah. Eat that shit like a pikelet, man. Well, it was this, this is the year she had the surgery done? 2001. Let the, boobie, let the boobies hit the floor, yeah. Jericho said. The Jericho yep. Rhino feud. Yummy, yum, yum.
1: Ah. Well, here we go, guys. This is the uh, infamous Paul Heyman promo. Uh, yes. Now, really quick, before it actually all starts to kick in, I actually found a shoot interview that he did i think with top rope wrestling and a question was asked was you know how did you put this together what was the, the thought around this and he said well i talked to vince and we're thinking of an idea on this final or smacked and what could we do and michael hayes is the one that said hey paulie you do a shoot shoot on Vince oh, tonight nice and he says oh well what do you want me to say and i said and, and what vince turns to him and says i don't care make me money think of something so Paulie says he goes away, starts writing down dot point breakdown, the key things he wants to talk about, you know, Vince's dad, you know, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan. And just, just before he walked out, he's like, well, Vince, do you want to hear what I'm saying or what I'm talking about? And he says, no, nah, make me money. I want a proper reaction. So Vince had no idea that he mentions his dad, those early times. So this and so Vince's reaction is genuine because he actually had no idea what Paulie was about to say because he didn't want to know. He wanted that real in-ring reaction, which is fantastic.
2: I love that. That's really cool yeah. shit. I loved it at that time because uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was the uh, the leader of the alliance. That Paul Heyman swapped his ECW hat out yep. or his Yankees cap mm. and had a Stone Cold Steve Austin hat.
1: Very cool. Yeah, because the Alliance, like, originally they were just called WCW ECW, mm-hmm. and then very quickly they said, no, we're just going to call them the Alliance and use the same logo. Like, they didn't have an Alliance logo. It was yep. simply the red and white WCW logo, which was the new logo, because, again, that logo was designed specifically for this Invasion storyline. It wasn't the, uh, the classic the one are, that we had. The cat's arsehole one. Yeah. Yep. And then the ECW logo is the one they used before they finished up in 2001. When they were EC- doing, um, what, ECW on TNT and ECW Wrestling and
2: all ECW that ECW barb wire. Are yeah. You, uh, sorry, ECW. Hardcore TV. Yeah,
1: that's mm. right. And that's a shame, like, Hardcore TV and their ECW Wrestling all became, like, recap shows. Mm-hmm. Like, towards the end, they had no pre-tape matches. They were just sharing pay-per-view matches. Like, he's the best of Barely Legal. He's the best of Cyber Slam. He's the
2: best of November to Remember. Well, that's because most of their talent have already jumped. They will go yeah. to uh W C W and WWE. That's where it was going on then. So yeah, I remember seeing them watching this actual uh, this uh primo that Paul Heyman and he speaks you know, just after just before you were saying, you know, just go out there and make me money. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like he's definitely shooting from the hip here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Which is cool because you really want to he is a guy, um, Paul Heyman, that would do this. He's got something to say, he'll say it. And
1: that's the thing. Like a lot of the shoots that he's actually done, like you see him pull up on stage, he'll pull up a chair, turn it the other way around, and yep. then sit down over the front. And he's hes like he's playing his character the whole time, and he'll shut fans down. Like, if you guys are going to keep chanting while I'm speaking, I guess I'll just sit here then and wait for yep. you guys to stop being dickheads because I'm trying to talk. And if you want to interrupt me, I'll just sit here until you shut up, or they
2: carry you out. Like, I'd don't waste
1: to. my time. I'm here for a reason. You know, but speak.
2: I'd love to in the future. He probably he'd never come down to Australia mm. um, unless they're doing something huge. But he, if he could come down like what Eric Bischoff did and um, Bruce Pritchard did, and just do one of those sit down talks, I would love that. I, oh, mean, I would I be know, awesome. I would, I would pay. You know, as much, and if I could do a meet and greet just to meet him,
1: because Jake the Snake, I think, did one earlier this year before COVID hit. I think it was around January, February. Came down to Melbourne and did a couple of appearances. But I think Paulie did come down for um, the Global Warning tour, you know, too. Remember he managed Brock against what The Rock and Triple H, and but he might have come back for other shows. But it would be great if he could do a real face to face meet and greet because I think the one he did online was London. So he was over in the UK doing that type of stuff.
2: Yeah. Well again, mind you, from from the States to Europe is not that bad, for mm. from the States to um down here in Australia is quite a trip. I, I think it's seven
1: it. I think it's seventeen hours. Which is crazy.
2: Uh, look at this. He's just bowing to him. And the Vince McMahon now does not look like that Vince McMahon. No, no I still nothing liked, like him. I like to think that's the. This is a different Vince McMahon, and the Vince McMahon that we have now is a different dude. (laughs) It's a the Vince McMahon that was cryogenically frozen like Walt Disney was? Is the one we're getting now because this one here is, I think, is gone. He's gone. He's gone elsewhere.
1: I just love how Vince just just says nothing. All right, just points at him. Continue as you were saying. I'm here now. You're down on your knees he's so jacked up to this Vince McMahon at this time like he always stayed regularly fit for a guy in his 50s going into his 60s like was just jacked up
3: and what? this is
1: and this is for us as fans like we were watching this and this is like we were kind of getting our head around what a shoot was yeah because I was about oh, yeah. 15 16 going wait a minute like he's talking about Briscoe and Patterson but we haven't seen them on TV in years and it's like oh so he's Blurring the line between kayfabe and real and here. Real like, what's going on here? What is this? It's a shoot. Oh, what's that mean? Oh, it's when someone goes off script and acknowledges outside behind the curtain. So,
2: Yeah, it's so good. And yeah, I hate your stinking guts. I love that line. I hate your stinking guts. Mm.
3: And he's holding the eye contact too. Look at that. Look at me in the, like he's dead set eye to eye. Yes. Not backing down.
2: You just have to think they,
1: they, must have shared,
3: they must have shared a hug after this
1: backstage. <laughs> Good work Paul.
2: Oh, I would imagine he would. He would made yeah. a, a, a lot of money. You took Hulk Hogan's blood and built Titan, uh, Titan Towers. True story. Stole hard dreams and made money and brought yourself an aeroplane with WWE all over it. True. Mm. But again, Bret Hart Decided to do because love it, and he's dropping the sob.
3: Oh,
1: well, that's interesting Sean because that really quick shot there about Bret Hart is that because he Bret signed a multi-million dollar contract, mm-hmm. and Vince actually didn't have enough money to actually sign Brett Yeah, because that then, money was put towards getting a plane. It was, yeah. and
2: then you took Shawn Michaels' smile. Now yeah. people that are looking at it, going, "Oh, what does that mean?" You know, you think again, Shawn Michaels back in the day. I've lost my smile. I need to go away. And think there's a name from the past, because Sean wasn't been around
1: for over a year, which was exactly. in what 2000s when he was um, what commissioner in the 90s mm-hmm. and made appearances as a referee in, what, 2000 May. And
2: Heyman, Vince McMahon, sorry, Paul Heyman dropping here, about Vince Senior sh- shaking hands with all the men from the Territory days and said, no, 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 we're going to do it. And then Vince mm. came along and, oh, no, we're not that. Those days are gone. I'm going to compete with all of you, and I'm going to take everything.
1: Which is something that's really good about the early episodes of What Happens When. You know, Tony working for, you know, Jimmy Crockett, Dusty Rhodes, and saying that, that they would, no studio wanted to employ them. They didn't want their product because they wanted WWE. Vince McMahon came into those, you know, uh, different states and just said, I want you, 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 and you. I'll offer double what you're getting now. Do you want to come across? And it would be silly as a wrestler tonight to say no. Because oh, yeah. you're getting security A for your family, for yourself, you're getting a career pathway. But it killed the independent wrestling scene.
2: Absolutely. And he's talking about Joint the Clown here. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin being an ECW. Which I think was right? 95 where he rocked up there. Yeah. Yep. Singing Tooty Fruity. Oh, God. Mm. Again, it was during that cartoon style of WWE, and now they got Attitude.
1: Yeah, because they were the next generation, and then Attitude was 97, yep. which was the peak of ECW getting barely legal on pay-per-view. Look at that. Throws the hat at yeah. him. Look at that. And, and the first time you see him balding like
2: that, like he shows himself. I, I wouldn't imagine if he didn't say the words screw you. I imagine yeah. if he, back in the day, if you could actually just say, you know, Fuck you, Vince, oh, fuck yeah. you. I hate your fucking guts. He's just losing his shit all over him. But again, it's his it, television it would, have,
1: it would have been the icing on the cake if there wasn't yes. there. Like it would have just been that real fuck you finger to the face, you know. Live
2: yep. T V, but you know, you know what they're trying to do, but would've been I great. love I love that he says, yeah, you flaunt your affairs in, in Playboy for mm. your children to read. And you're like, Ugh. it's cringe but true. And yes, he was a wrestler. He was a real man. And now he's a shitty commentator. And wrestling is a dirty word. I love that line.
3: Mm. But that's the thing. Like, you think of the product now. Like, they don't
1: call themselves World Wrestling Entertainment. It's just WWE. Like, that's the brand now. We don't actually explain what the acronym means. We don't say what the WWE means. We are WWE. It's like UFC. Like they don't break down what it means anymore. So when you think WWE,
2: you think wrestling, but they won't tell you it's wrestling. It's an entertainment company. Well, that's how you look at it now. When mm. we were young, when they first, the get the F out, you know, it was just like, Oh, okay. You're getting rid of the federation part now. Yeah. But what does the sort of W's mean now? I mean, it means it, 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 it's still wrestling. Those are just world. Oh, here we go. I've had enough call. I love I've what he does. Enough. He
1: takes, a big, like, takes the glasses off, heads head, big, deep breath, and then yep. steps in. And it's a good moment for him. Because he would have copped so much shit from Austin with the Alliance leading up to this, like getting yes. belted on Raw, getting kicked out
3: of the group. It's like, you know, give something back to Taz for what he's been doing. So, Look at that. Locks it in.
2: <laughs> the Taz mission. And the crowd, look at it. The crowd absolutely loves it. Mm. And you really wanted to, a moment here.
1: So Vince just takes his time, picks up the mic up, walks around
2: slowly. Michael Cole actually cheering Taz on because mm. he's, uh in real life, they're very good friends.
3: This was good.
2: This line here is from the, uh, I, I always laugh because it reminds me of the Rogue One um, line. Don't trope on your aspirations, Commander. mm um, the will joke,
3: very good. And just throws the mic out and
1: just walks out. I just would have loved to have seen when Vince is waits backstage and Paulie greets him after, like what the exchange would have been. Like that was fantastic, or Paulie, that was that was pretty good. Like you've done pretty well there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Even Taz, I would like to think Taz at the yeah. end of it went up to uh, Paulie. there would have a you know a chat there. So Michael Cole doesn't have anyone else with him, does he? It's just about himself right now, isn't he?
1: I do think that JR does come down from memory. I think he does join. There there, he is.
2: Yes, yes.
1: And there's Alan at the same Alan's hairstyle, guys, in his 10 years, Michael Cole.
2: Yes, and that's (laughs) um, pretty much how I look right now. I look like JR. (laughs) (laughs) Can you dig it, sucker? It's the Booker Man.
1: This is a good clash of styles. This matchup. This is Booker T versus The Undertaker. So this is going back on guys from our earlier matchup where what Booker T actually assisted Van Dam in defeating Kane, yeah. and now we've got Booker and Taker going one on one. It's actually a really short match. It's one minute and seven seconds. Jesus! You look from behind here.
2: Rolling, rolling, rolling. No. Have you watched the uh, the Undertaker Chronicles?
3: With yeah, really good.
1: Fantastic. I Hi- highly that. recommend people. If you haven't listened to it or checked it out, start it. I'm happy to even go back
2: to the beginning again and do Me it too. again. Really, really good. It's great because you you get to see a different side of Undertaker. Mm. You know, again, we were watching him when he was the dead man. He was going around, you know, trying to sacrifice people. This is what I we remember when we were watching it back in ninety you know, nine. you know, he's trying to marry Stephanie and all that spooky demon shit, but um, yeah, just it's the
1: thing that we had always wanted to see, but we never got it. Because he never did like, it. Like, when he became this character, he was a lot more vocal and looked a bit more realistic, mm-hmm. but you started to realise that when you watch that show, he's very much like this character. Yeah. Like this here is more like him now in real life. Like that's me and Mark Callaway. That's Mark Callis, you know, right there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he looks like in real life. Um but it shows, you know, the rawness. I didn't actually know he had young children. I didn't know no. that. I thought that I knew that he was with Sarah those years, but I didn't think he actually had kids. And I'm like, his kids are the same age as our children. Yes. Like I had no idea Taker had kids with Michelle McCool and um But it well, shows look- how much like how he how much he loves her. And how much she loves him, like that. Have they have that real husband and wife support that, like she can read him without even saying anything. Like he knows when he has a bad match, she knows when he has a bad match. And to see him busting his ass training and sweating and getting fit for matches, and then to see him get heartbroken when it doesn't go his way, and it's like, no, it's that thing. I'm not going to give up until it goes my way. That's all I want is it to end my way, and then I'll go
2: out. Yeah, that. The Goldberg match, and then you mm. actually see him afterwards. And again, I was watching that live yeah, in the man. morning down here at about four in the morning. And Ugh. you know, he legit busted his head open, mm. and then he knocked himself silly, and nearly he nearly killed the dead man. Mm. And his face afterwards is you know, there. What now? That's, I guess. that's that's all we could do. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Tonight we send a message. Oh man, what is he doing here?
1: And even too, like, I think Michelle McCool saying that, like, you know, she's in the States watching that show and they're so far away from each other and she knew he was hurt mm-hmm. and just was so scared that he broke his neck or he's damaged his spine or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he's one of the best. Like, our entire childhood, we've seen him our entire childhood of wrestling. You think 98, we got into it. And what we're now at 2020, we're still watching, you know, he's making right. appearances here and there. But, We've seen all these gimmicks from heel to face to biker taker to original dead man when he debuted in survivor series 1990 guys that we did about two years ago. So, favorite taker, mm.
2: your favorite? Say, What's mine? No, no, yeah, yours.
1: Um, I would say uh, Big Evil when he did the heel turn in Since
2: 2002. I love that one. Yeah. I, I still love it when he um, he's in the ring with uh, Ric Flair and he says to the, the crowd, the crowd's doing the watch hand with him, and just say what if you like to sleep with your own sister? Yeah. I well, love that. At,
1: but looking at this timeline, it was actually within probably the next month he was a heel. Because going into Vengeance 01, he took on Van Damme for the hardcore title. Mm-hmm. Did the last ride through the, the trash can.
2: I do love um, this part here. This is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, come here. Test the town. WWE Forever. Forever. I, was, I just really thought Terry Funk there.
3: <laughs>
2: Forever. Put blood dripping down your face, standing in the but room. Man, don't get too excited, Tom, it's your girl.
1: She's so silly here, though. She's like over the top,
2: selling everything. Why is Regal in the toilet? <laughs> it's his office. Yeah, it's in the toilet.
1: But that's what you call your t- when you go to the bathroom, I'm going to the office.
2: No, you say, What? What are you doing in the office? I'm on my just computer. Just, just, doing a, just doing a quick email. Doing a poo poo. Don't mind me.
1: G'day you know, guys, thanks for coming to the meeting today. Um,
2: I just set up my Zoom meeting. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, <sighs> well, okay.
1: Okay. So, what's, good so guys. what do you. <laughs> So what Regal's saying is he just announced it's going to be a six-pack women's challenge matchup at Survivor Series for the newly returned Women's Championship. Because at this time, it was China was the champion, and then China left and the belt was vacant, but they're bringing it oh. back at Survivor Series.
2: Look at this guy here right here. Shane Helms, eh? Early days of the hurricane yeah. coming through.
3: One of my favourite
1: gimmicks he did was the Gregory Helms. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. What he was what he used to wear the the do
2: rag, <laughs> yeah, Cruiserweight because, champion, because he was um they couldn't have two chains, so they called him Gregory.
3: Yeah, didn't want to be too confusing.
1: So, so he's just... talking about the immunity battle royal, which is yes. going down, which I think featured ten from each brand, so ten mm-hmm. from the Alliance, ten from WWE. The winner's immunity from being
2: fired. And then Taz came out and then got thrown over the top rope. And what was it? Test was ended up winning it, didn't he? Yeah,
1: Test was winning it? Billy Gunn. In That's
2: right.
1: So Regal's actually teaming up with Ivory tonight to take on the team of Tajiri and uh, Tori Wilson in a tag team matchup.
3: It's fantastic.
1: And it's sad yeah. to say, because what, Regal and Tajiri were together for so long. So what is it, Um, Regal turned on WWE by helping Austin win back the WWF Championship, I think a few weeks after Unforgiven, when Kurt won the title, and then we had the breakdown of Regal
2: and Tajiri,
1: and they're actually facing off one-on-one at that Sunday Survivor Series.
2: Uh, I might have to check out for a minute, you keep going, I'll, I'll be right back. All good, no worries.
3: So we've got classic Austin here rocking the
1: long-sleeved Stone Cold Texas Venom tee. And it's also the time he was really growing up the goatee. Um, nice chin there. So they're stating, this is talking around the fact that Vince McMahon had stated that someone from the Alliance will actually be defecting across or returning back to the World Wrestling Federation, and they're actually doubting that it will be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, eventually, guys, you would know it ended up being Kurt Angle, um, who actually was the, the going into the matchup at Survivor Series. It came down to The Rock and Austin, and after Chris Jericho was eliminated, he actually attacked The Rock, and just as Austin was going to get the win, Kurt returned to the ring, blasted Stone Cold of Austin with the World Wrestling Federation Championship, uh, The Rock scored the Rock Bottom, and actually got the win uh, going into that main event. But again, really good matchup, and if you haven't checked out the show. You know, watch the whole thing. It's a hands-down one of my favourite events of that year. You know, I've said on this show multiple times, you know, 2001 is my favourite year in pro wrestling. I think I was 15 years old. watched every show from, what, the pay-per-views to the Raw, the Smackdowns, the Heats, even the Velocities when they were coming out of that time. And, you know, it's just one of my favourite times to see, you know, Chris Jericho, one of my favourites in that year and to see him reach the pinnacle that he did which was great, and to see Austin and even Austin and Kurt at the start of this year, you know, their funny banter with their cowboy hats, playing guitar, singing songs for Vince McMahon, and then to see it completely break down and have Kurt go from that big kind of, you know, what did you say, dorky gimmick that he had in August and then go a full-fledged face and then eventually turn heel and actually go, um yeah, join the Alliance. You're back, l
2: Yes, cool. Thank you for that. What, what, you're all right? What happened? Oh, my son was awake.
3: Hey, Dad, what are you
2: doing? No, 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 none of that. He was uh, calling out. Little fellow was um, getting thirsty. Because so we're doing this one um, late at night. And uh, he's up for a bit of a nightcap. I'm like, mate, one drink's enough.
1: I've had that thing recently where my kids would just get up and walk upstairs. And I was watching a horror film the other day, because against Halloween guys. <laughs> and my daughter walked up and, like, touched me on the back. And I had both headphones on. And I like jumped so high, my head would have gone through the roof. Like she sca- <laughs> scared me. I went Ooh! like when she touched my back. She you... was so dis- but she was like, "What the?" Like she was disappointed in my reaction to my jump. She's almost like walked herself back to bed to <laughs> put <Didn't laughs> herself back to sleep.
2: This is little finger gives you. She just flips you off. Oh, you scared me, Yeah.: okay. Oh, you scared daddy. <laughs> naughty, naughty girl.
1: So, Regal's saying to Tori here that, you know, we know that your little boyfriend Tajiri is going to be beaten up at Survivor Series. And when the Alliance wins, I'll have a special position for you uh, as my assistant.
2: <laughs> doggy style. <laughs> and I will be the doggy, and you can be the style. What she goes, What? Yes, you will get to pick him. Look at
1: him, me. look at him, looking at her, look at him.
2: Mm, yes. I love, mm-hmm. I love
1: the. It's the bye bye,
2: bye bye. <laughs> I'm going to put you on some crumpets. Oh man! Arr, I have arr, a special arr.
1: position for you. Bye bye, bye bye. <laughs> There's the classic cruiserweight championship, eh? With the old logo actually on the belt too. It doesn't have That's the right. new logo. The likes of what? Six Park, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Ubertu Guerrero, Kidman, mm-hmm. Oklahoma.
3: <laughs> Medusa
2: Evan Courageous Evan Courageous thank goodness <laughs> nothing happened Evan Courageous
3: here we go I can wrestle I can wrestle really well my name's Tori Wilson. this is a
1: pretty good team like two very good technical wrestlers here with Ivory and Regal
2: look at him ignoring her though look, just stop talking to me
3: like, <laughs> let's just do the match <laughs>
2: He's walking out. And he just goes like... She keeps talking. He just this, just, just a...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Will you shut up? Just shut up. Switch so, your play? Shut up. And you just,
2: uh, look at what you made me do. I forearmed you. <laughs> now you fell down. So she falls down. She hits the rope. <laughs> he just keeps... Hits away. up, laughs at all. <laughs> that was funny. Gets on the... <laughs> Half I... her, nose. her nose is dented. I had oh, that man. coming. And we've got... One of the Hebners is... um is an as a alliance member yeah,
0: referee. Brian.
2: Yeah, Brian Hebner. Yep. Ivory's just tearing Tori
1: up here. Mm. Well Tori uh, debuted originally as a heel. She was on um, what with
2: Stacy and they took on what Trish and later an invasion. And you uh, know, in the in the Brahman Panthers uh, tag team much. <laughs> yep. Because we can't take women's wrestling serious anymore. Yeah, I, hate I hated mm. that so much. You're like, why are you doing that for, guys? But do you I remember mean, the uh,
1: SmackDown game that actually had that as a match type? Do yes. you remember that? I think it was yes. either he comes to pain or shuts your mouth. You actually could do that, and you have to remove the top, remove the pants.
2: There is actual footage, I remember, when we had the boys over one night. It was before mm. um, a SmackDown, and the guys came over. We actually were playing it, and Julian, <laughs> friend of the show, and I are playing it and I'm Trish Stratus, and he's, oh, he's Tory Wilson, yeah, and he won. He took my top off, and he took the panties off. No, he took the dress off, and then they walk in, they're all covering up when they leave. You're like, Now, mind you, as I'm saying this, at this time, when I heard there was going to be a bra and panties match between Trish Stratus, Lita, Stacey Kilbler, and <laughs> Tory Wilson, I, uh, you know, my little boy Bonin was ready. I like wrestling. I like wrestling for a whole <laughs> different reason. <laughs> it's ne- it's
1: nearly time. It's nearly time.
2: It's it's here, And, you <laughs> know, and then, then they put incorporate it into the video games. Now I watch it now, and I just go, oh, okay. Yeah. There is there is no real reason to have a tag team match like that by removing people's clothing. Um, it
1: just it just really was like targeting a certain age group and demographic with men like that 18 to 35 male, oh, look at this stuff. Like that's really, Mm -hmm. as as Alan would say, pulling the pud. It was uh, really focusing on that.
2: Awakening something inside a lot of young men at that time. Um, But you look at it and you go, was it Trish and Lita at that time were established as two top female wrestlers in wrestling in that time because ECW and WCW were definitely gone at that time. Oh, mm. green Mr. Ivory. She takes it like a champion. As that, as Val Venus was around, that's called a money shot. <laughs> <laughs> Hi-oh. What
1: you this Look, Just grabs Tori by the hair, flips her in.
2: Get in here, you, you bloody bitch. I'll tell okay, you what so, this... Okay, about this position. I'll show you what position. I'm going to put you in. Come here. <laughs> Come here. It you? looks
1: like it's about the knee, like Mu-Tai knee, clinch knee, bang.
2: Oh, please do that.
1: Underhook powerbomb. She sold that well. Good work.
2: Oh, she she got that head up just in time oh, actually. I got oh, worried.
3: Just kick her in the face, punts
1: it. Yeah, I
2: love that. What, what what's the referee doing? is he calling for the belly? Well is
1: because because yeah, Tori wasn't legal and he's just putting her in a chokehold and not stopping,
2: it's a DQ finish. He's not really hurting her. You hey, look at look how safe he is there. Yeah, I love is. that. I love that.
1: He's got the knee against the neck, but then turns his knee away and then talks her back, but all she's doing is pushing in on his thigh. Yeah, Mm.
2: that's bloody. Look at those guys, they're all fired up. They're like, I'll get in the bloody ring and fight the British man. (laughs) Don't you hurt our American girl, don't you dare. Don't you bloody do it, mate. Even though Ivory's American as well too, but we don't really like her because she's... And the theme song for this um, Survivor Series...
1: I will find that out. Um,
2: No, you don't. Is it puddle of mud? Puddle of mud. I like the way you look at me. I like the way you you smack my ass.
1: But you know you don't get it here in this. Hell
2: no. Hell no. no. Yeah.
1: I think it's called it's called Control by Puddle of Mud.
2: It is because I've actually Is that the album? What's the song mean? What's the song all about? Do you know? It's about controlling somebody. Exactly. It is. (laughs) It's about SMN. It's about that SMN action. Bit of smack mm. bottom,
3: mm. right? Mm. Well, what does that so, honey. <laughs>
2: huh? Honey, the chaps what? came. The chap, what? <laughs> oh, jeez. Kane taking that chair shot cool. Yeah, no,
3: no hands up.
2: Hemner, what is Hemner doing?
1: Look at this, Jericho, and even Jericho and Rock at this point actually became tag team champions.
2: They had a big
1: big as tag champs. They won them on a Raw, lost them on a SmackDown.
2: Yeah. Oh, stunner! And he's yeah, that was the fight.
1: that was the Raw that just happened.
2: Yeah. And then everyone's just like, "Oh, a very young, a couple of young wrestlers, right there." And he's turning on everybody here. Is
1: that Chavo and or though. So?
2: Yep, big time. Fli- flipping, co- what are you doing, man? <laughs> he got no beer then. We're lost no. cleaned those beers. <laughs> 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 it went down his neck. Just just fucking crisscross on both sides. It was like What the <laughs> I want beer. No, I
1: don't yeah, Well you just... see he's popped the lids. He's already lost half and he popped pop the lid and then yeah, he's yeah, tipped yeah. the remaining down his side.
2: Uh, Alright, so I'm not listening with the sound of mud, but is this pedal of mud song in the background or it's not there whatsoever? Well the
1: song they're using is probably a, what would you say, like a Jim junction? version yeah. that they're using it's the same beat with no lyric
2: yeah, but there's no I like the way you look at me
1: yeah there's like no the lyrics way you smack to it, my just ass the
2: yeah
3: we so Shane
2: Spooker Kurt yeah this is fantastic shit how they've done this mm. very clever people at this time of just setting this up because it's got a big fight feel
3: but this
1: was also around that time period they made that WWE tribute ad remember that one it I think about, it was in. I think it was in invasion. There was that. It was one of the hands down best video packages, like showing you know the Hulk Hogan era, the next generation, the Attitude it's era. Bef-
2: it's before the NWO.
1: Ah, that's right. Yeah, because, because Vince was going to kill his creation. Yeah, yeah with the NWO. So, you you got to watch it.
2: What's his name? Rick Flair. Actually, we should do that in the future too. Mm. Um, Rick Flair says, "I've got this video I want to show to everybody." That's right. And, yeah, he plays it. Yeah. And it's right in the feels. Because oh, if it. you you watch it and you go, oh, yep, I remember that time. I love that time. Makes you feel but like a sure. so kid again.
1: Like, you've got George Animal Steel, you've got Macho Man, you've got Jade the Snake, you've got Hogan, you've got Hitman, you've got Owen, you've got Austin, Rogue, Triple H, DX, everything. And then it shows the NWA walking through WCW, spray painting the camera, you know, beating up the horseman. It was awesome.
2: Oh, the Fink. Yeah, the late Fink, eh? I just would like a job. Is there any reason you can get me a job, Mr. McMahon?
1: <laughs> I heard Regal talking about positions, and I just wanted to know, uh, a
2: bit I, uh, Mr. McMahon, do you think you can get me in a position? I'll be any position you want. Reverse cowgirl. <laughs> uh, I think this one's called a Cleveland steamer. I can do that for you, Mr. McMahon. <laughs> you, do you want to get uh... the hell off me? I just. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. You've been over here twenty years. Yes.
1: Remember, we also covered him coming out to Ultimate Warrior's theme song. Remember that in the SmackDown, the very first SmackDown, taking on Tony Chimel. <laughs> oh
2: man! I imagine I would like to think what Warrior was thinking at that time if he was ever watching wrestling, yeah. and then he goes, "Oh yeah, there's um, Howard Finkel, and he's coming out to my song." Okay, I think they're making fun of me. <laughs>
1: And then we had him, what, was SummerSlam with X-Pac.
2: Suck <laughs> it!
1: When they took on, what, Southern Justice and Jeff Jarrett. Main event time, guys.
2: Hey, you, you get to hold my vest. Hold your own vest, asshole. That's We're awesome at 1, 1, 16, guys,
1: if you want to sync up for our main event. So less than yeah. 20 minutes, guys, for this wrestling companion.
2: And then get ready for some, some big shit that's going to happen. It's very, very cool. And JR plays a pivotal part in that mm. because of that voice. I, I don't he, think it, it
1: wouldn't it would have worked without him.
2: i about to say the same thing. If you yeah. had, like, Michael Cole and, uh, and Taz, like, oh, my God, this is what's <laughs> going to happen here.
1: I was, he was like, going to say, gonna hit him with a
2: chokeslam. Oh, my God, he's just hit with a chokeslam. <laughs> I hear that <laughs> The Rock <laughs> is a really good guy. Chris Jericho... <laughs> just won the tag team title <laughs> the rock is a really good, good. the rock the rock you. the rock is a really good champion and, and,
1: <laughs> don't say don't, the belt
2: <laughs> don't, don't say belt
1: they don't know they don't say what championship mm. belt. the rock is the champion rock but is when,
2: a yeah. wwe and you and, and you have that pause and you're like what are you gonna say what are you gonna say
1: It's like everything recorded at different tones. Like it wasn't the
2: same transition. So, so (laughs) good. This has been a great match. This has been a great tables (laughs) dot, dot, dot match. Oh,
1: man. The WCW champion, The Rock. The
2: WCW champion,
1: The Rock. So he actually had already won the belt twice here. He actually won the belt from Booker T in August at SummerSlam in the main event. Yep. So I think that was a WWE pay per view for the WCW title in the main event.
2: Yeah, good night for the alliance.
1: And then he dropped it to Jericho, and then won it back from Jericho. So two time champion. Yep. Then that would end up becoming the World Heavyweight Championship, guys. That we would have had that was brought back when Eric Bischoff uh, uh, returned as the or debuted as the Raw GM in two thousand and two, and actually awarded the belt to uh, what was it, Triple H? Your boy. In yeah, September,
3: Hunter. yeah.
1: September of 2002. And that belt was all the way there till 2003 when it was unified with the WWE Championship, which was held by Randy Orton. Orton mm-hmm. was the WWE champ, Cena was the World Heavyweight and they had a TLC match that year and the winner had the belt and that was the end of the big gold and we had the WWE World Heavyweight Championship.
2: I just, um, want, to cl- I just want to clarify guys on this. i we're doing a video call here with Tom. He just did that without looking at anything. That's all in the head.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. C- can you remember anyone's birthday in the family? Um, whose family? Mine, all. Everybody. And can you remember my birthday? Remember what the date is?
1: Happy birthday today. Yeah, yeah happy birthday. Oh. <laughs>
2: today isn't it all? No, it's back in May, mate. May. What? What
3: okay. month is it? Yeah, but in the
2: month. Are you? Wait, are you jaw? Are you jaw? Are you sure, El? Yeah, I'm sure, bro. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like March 10 or something, but because back in May of uh, 2015, uh, Brock Lesnar <laughs> won the championship from John Cena, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I remember uh, people's birthdays. Not everyone, but I remember some of them. Yeah, but you just remembered the uh, the the likes of a WWE Tin Belt. Where it went? <laughs> Jesus, effing Christ, mate! Oh,
3: it's
2: very Rain Man of you, and it's not rock a diss. Very... Rock is a sucker, right? Oh, okay. Put that sign down.
3: <laughs> Whose
1: so team it's... are you going for? You WWE or Lions?
2: Oh, you blow your lines, aren't you? And we would see that uh, Hardcore Holly uh, coming up at the Survivor Series, wouldn't we? Yeah, <laughs> at the rips, uh, the world, at the world, rips that shirt off that kid. He's wearing who, then, w- who
1: then who then covers up and then bolts away. He covers let's,
2: his exposed chest and then runs who, away. Um, let's see how much uh, control that um L Hébner has in this match.
1: <laughs> let's see if he falls over as well. I hope he does, <laughs> guys. If you tap check out our companions, we've done so many with Hébner as the main event referee, and he stumbles his way through. He talks to him. What Lumination Chamber talking to Sean, like talking to Triple H. It's he fell tough. over in our October show. Yeah. <laughs> what, are we, what the, are we doing? Where are we at?
2: Well what, what are we doing? You know, he just uh he's another guy, he's been on our show a little too much. Uh, yeah, what, and Cain, see, though, think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hebner. You know. The Brocars. Yes, we have Kane and Earl Hebner. We go. Oh, Kurt Angle tagged it. Oh, Samoan I drum. He's
1: he still. He just still wearing the medal.
2: <laughs> he was. Yeah, he was. I'm was so excited to be out here. I can't believe Oop. I'm tagging with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I forgot the medal. Damn it. Um, I was still wearing my medals I wonder. A... I wonder if he actually did remember that he was just playing off the character of being that dorky douche. You know, the dorky douche that would actually do that. He's impressive as go. we
1: watch this matchup because it's about yeah, twelve but... minutes. Yep. What's your favorite version
3: of Chris Jericho?
2: Oh, he's done, He's gone through so many good things, hasn't he? Mm. Um, I like where he is now, yep. which is pretty cool. Um, he, when he first debuted in WWE, he had he was he just looked like that. You just wanted to punch him in the mouth because he was just that piece <laughs> of shit. He did so well at being a heel. Very, very well done. Um. I think he really didn't change that much in WWE. When he left, he tried that new persona, yeah, um, evil, which was awesome. Or um, New Japan, that yeah. New Japan with the, cool style. with the clown makeup style, yeah, yep. And sort of has in AEW, he had that at the beginning, and he sort of dropped it now, hasn't he?
1: He actually had a name for that gimmick. What was it? It wasn't like Peacemaker. It was some different name? Painmaker. That... Painmaker. That's
2: what it, it was. was the yeah. pain... And then I still love it when his song comes out. Everyone sings it. The tune yeah. is in my life. So goddamn awesome. You know the guy's meant to be a goddamn heel, and out he comes. And yes, a, cu- a couple of weeks ago he um he did that song and dance with uh, um MJF. MJF. Yeah. Well, I, I think we talked about it a little bit on our previous show before, but I think we mm. moved on from it. I was like, what's your opinion on it?
1: Ah, oh, interesting. It made me feel of like I was thinking it's like Dean Martin, like, you know, that's those what, old, those old fashioned, you know, music movies. Where that's there's what a quick scene of two cocky guys
2: going back and forth. It was good. I liked it. I heard there's a lot of uh, people got a lot of hate on it. Uh, I liked it again. I'm a former drama student, so I saw that type of stuff and I thought, shit, that would be fun to do. That looked like a lot of fun.
1: But like and, you think his tenure in, in AEWs hasn't been that long, but he's had like two major gimmicks, like it was like Le Champion, like that was great. Like even like that, you know, a little bit of the bubbly, like that has taken off. Like he still sells that. That's still yeah. a selling out product. People are still stocking up on that on that uh champagne. Yep. And then like the demigod, that's the new things. Like he's he's always reinventing little things at a time. There's a gradual change. Um like I would say my favourite Chris Jericho mm-hmm. I didn't. My least favorite was the suit Jericho in WWE when he was World Heavyweight Champion. They had him coming out in a suit and tie. This is when he was feuding with Shawn Michaels. It was just like it just didn't suit him. It was like
2: is KO with he, a suit. Yeah. Is that, yeah. When he punched
1: um, Shawn's Shawn. wife. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's like it's like looking at Kevin Owens in a suit. It doesn't suit you. Like I know you're trying to do something different, but it just didn't suit Jericho. Mm. My favorite is this one here when he turned heel. Like did the whole yes. undisputed champion. Had the red streak in the hair. Um, I, I think his, his total reign wasn't like, you know, he knew going into WrestleMania money with Hunter winning the rumble that he was not going to win. He was not going to nah, tip the belt. Nah. Sold a really good pedigree. Um, yes. but I really enjoyed when he finally won the both belts, the first undisputed champion would come out there and just hold the two belts up like that it was really good. Mm-hmm. Didn't need Stephanie at all in that. That should have nah. stayed separate. Yeah, definitely. Um,
2: but really dig the heel turn eventually coming from this point. And he would forever say it, too. I beat Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock in the same damn night. He said that forever. Mm. And you look back at it, he did. He did, and he became, like you said, the first undisputed champion. Did you ever hear the sad story about that night, though, for him?
1: Jericho's night when he won that? Nope. He did a student interview, and he says, you know... When we think about, you know, wrestlers, he said, we think about times like when we get to the main event that you win the championship, you think you're going to go backstage, everyone will be there clapping for you. Mm. And he said, the thing with me that night, he said, we were kind of going over the clock. So the show was going a bit later than usual. And he said, I won the belt. I'm holding the two championship belts. I walk through the curtain and there's no one there. He said, people have already gone to the hotel. Some people are showering, getting ready. He said, but no one was there to greet me. He said, "I hugged Vince McMahon." He said, "I walked to the change room, put the belts down, realized it's just me in the whole locker room." He said, "Had a shower, you know, organized a taxi, went to the hotel, you know, get to the hotel." He said, "All I was craving was a pizza, to something to celebrate." Go in, the restaurant's closed. It just closed about ten minutes before I got there. He said, "The hotel worker," I said, "Look, you know, I'm Chris Jericho. I'm a wrestler for WWE. Would I be able to get some food or something like that?" He said. Well I don't know who you are do you have you know your your actual pass you know your room ticket he said well I just went up to my room I'll go see if I check his pockets he left it in his room with the belts and oh, his wallet shit. and he said well I have no verification that you are Chris Jericho so I can't really let you back into a room that's not yours so <laughs> so he ends up walking Jericho up to the room lets him go back in so Jericho gets back in thinks I'll deliver I'll get a pizza delivered calls up a delivery place gets a phone call. He says, you know, your your pizza's here, Mr. Jericho. And Jericho's like, well, can you have your staff bring it up to me? And he says, no, we don't do room service. You have to come and get it. So Jericho goes all the way down the stairs, gets the pizza, (laughs) comes upstairs, sits it on the bed, closes the door, sits on the bed. The pizza flips over and spills everywhere, all over the carpeted ground. Far out. (laughs) And he said, there I am, Chris Jericho, the undisputed champion with the WCW championship, the WWE title on my beds and my pizzas just flat on the ground. He said, what did I do? I just picked it out, <laughs> dusted it off and tried to eat picked. it. <laughs> the best I could. Oh man. I love That's that so- story. He told it so well in his shoot interview it was so
2: good. That's fantastic, that is. I've never heard that story before. But That's... greeted,
1: but greeted by no one backstage. No one there. Good work, Chris. Great work. Everyone,
2: everyone's just pissed <laughs> off early. No one's there. Oh, oh, over the head, belly to belly suplex by Chris. Uh, but I'm sorry, by Kurt Angle.
1: Too, where he said, like someone said, "How did you know, like, you were going to become champion?" What was the decision? He said, "Well, he said it was pretty about." He said, "I did actually didn't know even leading up to the show." that they were going to do it. He said, I thought they were going to do Rock Austin. And he said, in catering on the day of the show, in catering, he said, I'm sitting at the table there. And he said, Vince is talking to Taker. (laughs) And then (laughs) this is what Vince says. He said, you know what, Taker, you know when the business is shit, when you have to give the belt to Jericho? He said, said, I think Vince did it knowing that I'm there. It was a little jab. He said, but that's when I actually found out I was going to win. Because Vince did say, you know, when it's shit, when you're given the belt to Jericho. And it's the next minute I was told this is the plan. You
2: go over Rock and then you go over Austin.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank Far you. out. Yeah. Wow. So good.
2: <clears throat> Man, we should just change this podcast to called, you know, Wrestling Stories with Tom.
1: And I just said, well, I've read great. Jericho's. He's got a good book, too. Check out his book. Really good book he's written. Have I'm you big got Big fan it? of Jericho. Yeah, i got it online on my
2: iPad. Nice. That's awesome. Next time I see ya. I'll yeah. definitely have to have, uh, to give you JR's book, man. How's it going? I've, I've I've read it twice now. Oh wow, good work. Yeah, man, I've read it twice and it's fantastic, dude. Mm. And uh, still that little best wishes, JR. <laughs> man.
1: I still should have said it to say <laughs> best wishes, happy birthday, Thomas.
2: Oh man, I, that would be fantastic. <laughs> or Thomas and Alan. Oh uh, yeah, it's a it's for me too. <laughs> we we share the same birthday. <laughs> If you if you just said best wishes, uh, best wishes Tom, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? Going, I would oh. love to
1: have seen your face. We we'll put a little camera in the book, so as you open it, it just says your face going reading. Oh wow, wait, it says Tom's
2: name. Oh, no no, you get your misses, <laughs> you get my missus to actually record it and go. Okay, here we go. Click. Oh jeez.
1: See Austin gets up so confused, thinks he's in the right corner, goes to tag the rock, gets the right hand on the rock. <clears throat> Not going to lie, Ellen Hebner has taken
2: some control in this tag team match.
1: He has. He stood right back, though. He's not getting yeah. right in the action there and getting yeah, knocked over. So He's
2: not getting into the action. Think of all the matches between those two. Look, Rock oh, and Kurt. For a bit there, I thought, look at all those matches there, but, you know, Rock and Hebner. <laughs> they had a tag team match once, didn't they? Hebner and... Uh...
1: Yeah, they turned up on SmackDown, I think it was. Against Triple yeah. H and probably DX or something. yeah. What's it called, l oh,
3: Sorry, what? What's, what's this what's...
1: called? The Rock's Uh
3: The Rocky Shooter. <laughs> the Rocky Shooter. What are they, what are
2: they both the doing there? Now, it, then Austin goes over and applies a cross face onto the rock. <laughs> Early days.
3: Well, I think
1: they end up doing that spot when it was what um Austin, Benoit, and Jericho at King of the Ring. I think Jericho yeah. did a Walls of Jericho, and then Benoit put on a um, crossface. That was such a good triple threat
2: match that one. But it ended shitly, though. Do you remember? Yeah, with Booker. Well, the Booker, but the um, oh, oh, the back look body.
1: Is it is this the back yeah. body drop you're talking about?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, talking about. King of the like, Ring. Yeah, Benoit I mean, was bounced. Yeah, when I say shitty, I meant like it ended bad because it looked mm. like Benoit had legitimately been snapped. His head, his neck was snapped off, but, and then the yeah, book coming out and breaking, uh, Austin. Well, that's hand. crazy
1: to think too. Like Benoit was, wasn't was even there for the invasion because he that's was in like, tri- Triple H and Benoit, like two big stars at that time were not there. Oh, he's got for the Because Benoit was having neck, you know, neck surgery. Look at, yep. look at, yeah, down go. There he goes, Earl. There you go. <laughs> He didn't really yep. know how to
2: take that. Yeah, you earn mean? that paycheck. Where am I going? This way. Yeah. Where, where am I going now, <laughs> Mister Austin? Please don't. Please don't. I've known you for such a long time. We share beers and sell when, shirts. When, I sold your shirts for you. I sold you
3: your shirts. You get shirt. the money, either. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wait a minute. Who's coming? Who's coming down brother, the rampway right here?
2: This is when it all go hell. All hell breaks loose, and it's fantastic. Look oh, that. Man,
1: Look at that! slam. He always got the choke slam the same way. Austin, didn't he?
2: Now, is Ooh. this also? Yeah, here it comes. This is the chair, the steel chair shot, which is fantastic. Oh. Not this chair shot, sorry, but I think it's the Undertaker does something with a chair to save somebody out. Mm-hmm. It's very well done. No, it's uh, big show to Shane. In big a show to bit. Shane. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Oh, close line from Kurt Angle. So oh, we've had breakers. a choke
1: slam. We've had an angle slam. Now we're getting Jericho
3: going for a line salt.
2: Yeah, Lion Salt. Boing, bang.
3: Van Damme scratch-spitting heel kick. <laughs> I had to
1: double-take
2: there. I thought that was Hunter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's a five-star. We got one tonight. Yeah, oh, then, uh, boing.
2: Love it. So good. So bloody good. Big the machines in. slam. Oh, beautiful. Slams him down hard. There's Shane. Crack. No, no hands up on that one, Kane. Good job, man.
1: Here he comes. Here he comes. Big show.
2: And look at the crowd. Look at the crowd. Oh. They are loving this. Well, just punches the chair. Yeah.
3: Angle back in.
2: Now, here we go. Watch. Look at that. You see the foot? Yeah. Love that about Taker. Such an awesome dude. Rock bottom. Rock bottom. Oh. Oh, bang. Hits him with the Look rock at the bottom.
3: ring.
1: Look at the ring right now. And then this here. And look at the bodies. Just the, look all those that. bodies. And the stunner from Austin. Beautiful. And look at the carnage. Look at this. And look at JR selling it. Look at the
2: carnage in the room. Look at the carnage. Look at the bodies. Look at the human rubble. Austin is the one man standing. And then, what did this mean here? You just love it. And the crowd's loving it too. They're all soaking it up. It's like the
1: plan is in motion. The plan is set, Austin. We're going to do it.
2: We're going to do it. I've got pictures of you. Yeah, I've got pictures too. (laughs) Yeah, you want to exchange them? Yeah. Ah,
1: yeah. You got pictures? <laughs>
2: yeah. I got pictures dude. God damn it.
1: Oh, so good. There Great show. Is Wow. Any comments out
2: before we do a last shout out for this episode? Great show. Great show. Very cool. Glad that we did this one. We've been talking about this for a very long time. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we did it.
1: All right, guys, before we actually finish up for this month, we want to give a great shout-out to a podcast that we think you guys should definitely check out.
0: What's up, y'all? This is Jay from the Get Joe Podcast. We're a group of four Filipino dudes from the Chicagoland area who simply loves wrestling. With our podcast, we call things how we see it, and we do it in an entertaining fashion. We, we're critical of the things that we don't like. We applaud the things that we like. We have plenty of heated discussions. We have a sweaty session every week. And we make damn sure that there are a lot of Get Yo Moments in each show. If you don't know what that is, remember Dolph Ziggler? It should have been me. Man, if you don't get your t- wannabe telenovela actor looking ass out here, that's what Get Yo is. You'll be leaving each show with a bunch of laughs. Follow us every week on all podcast platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Get Yo Podcast. Give us a try.
1: All right, guys, we are back, and it's a special time of the show. where we give a great shout-out to our affiliates and our sponsors, and the first one we want to talk about is Rogue Energy. So check out RogueEnergy.com and use your promo code 2702 to get 10% off products. Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. Second is Luxie. Now, Luxie can enhance your performance with the analog grips to go onto your controllers of a PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo Switch. And visiting Luxie.com and using your promo code BRO247 gives you 15% off your total purchases. Next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort in performance. Check them out at TriumphChairs.com and use your promo code BRO247 to get 10% off products. Next is Clinch Gaming. So Clinch Gaming uh, manufactures custom professional gaming controllers for Xbox One and PlayStation 4 consoles. Check them out at ClinchGaming.com and use your promo code BRO247 to get 5% off products. Our second last is Player1Coffee using your promo code BRO247 gets you 5% off products. Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes, custom tailored for gamers, creatives, developers, and just about anyone who enjoys a cup of coffee. And lucky last is Victorious Eyewear. So Victorious Eyewear uh, developed blue block lighting gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you remain comfortable and focused during your gaming sessions. Uh, using your promo code BRO247 gets you 10% off their products. And that again is Victorious Eyewear dot .com bro another companion look at, at you
2: look, <clears throat> look at all All them affiliates with us how awesome is that hey
1: we got everything covered we got drinks we got chairs we got controllers we got glasses we got coffee we got them all everybody we got them all good show bro fantastic yeah, very nice guys so episode number 74 guys wrestling companion number 51 should we talk about what we're doing now for the end of November? Should we talk about it or wait a little bit for people?
2: I think people should wait. We'll give them
1: a nice little surprise. I'll give you one clue, guys. We're going old school. That's what I'll say. We're going
2: old school, guys. Looking forward to it, too. Also, too, if I can, um, I did the last episode. I'm going to do it this episode as well, too. Guys, if you are looking for some cheap hilarity and you want to laugh at a 36-year-old man hanging out with young people and trying to be on TikTok. <laughs> I'm your man. Guys, you can find me. That's at Alan Ross. The It's not a O. It's a zero in my name. That's Alan Ross 84 on the Tiki If you add me and you like my videos, I will do exactly the same for you. Thank you.
1: See, guys, he's sharing the love. He's giving you a like for a like and a follow for a follow. So go ahead and support mm-hmm. Alan on his TikTok. He does some funny stuff, guys. He's a very funny man, my brother. So thank you. check him out. Thank you very much. All right, guys. And as we say each audio, I'll do a shout out really quickly, guys. If you want to follow yeah, sure. us directly on Twitter, it's all on the broadcast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Instagram is all one word, the broadcast podcast. Download all shows on Apple, iTunes, Podbean, Highcast, Castbox, Listen Notes, Spotify. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you should definitely find our show. Thank you for everyone who's actually supported us throughout the year. We've done so many shows on the digital format. We're really digging it. We've got some great things to finish off 2020. And guys, as we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or
2: good
3: night.
2: Yeah, guys, thanks for sticking around. Now we're gonna go back and listen to a classic TBK moment.
1: Here's a funny fact. When I was over in Canada years ago, and I was talking to my wife about this the other day, it's like, our local cinema, Mm. some cinemas you can actually take fast food into. Like, sometimes you have to hide it, don't you? Always. you know, cheeseburger under the top, cheeseburger down the crack,
2: wherever you put your, you know, your food when you take it in. Cheeseburger down the crack. What's that? What's that? What's that, L. That's what you said. Um, I'll take a cheeseburger down the crack. What they put it in there? No, you put it in
0: there, motherfucker. No,
1: well I know, just to hold it,
2: just
0: to just to hold just, it, just guys. Straight, no, I am a robot. Check out my stink <laughs> Here's hole. Here's my ticket for entry to the cinema. Thank you. Mm. Just try and walk. Yeah,
2: I'm clenching a
0: double quarter pounder between my bum <laughs> cheeks.
2: I took it out of the box for some weird reason. I took it out of the box for some weird reason.
0: <laughs> It's just sitting
2: there. Oh, shoot, the sauce. Oh, I can wow. feel it. Oh, I feel a gherkin <laughs> rush against my asshole. I think that's sauce. I no, hope that's sauce. No. 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 Grab, the... grab, grab some napkins <laughs> and maybe one of those refresher towels from KFC.
3: Ah.